hello, hello. This is Carib Carter Clues, and welcome to Mike Cobb's Offshore Investment Report. Today, we are going back to the consumer guide for you. I know you love it because I'm getting a lot of people asking for it. We're doing questions 11 and 12, Mike. You ready? Ready. Absolutely, Carter. <laughs> ready to roll. I can't believe we're That's one it. Tim, we, we only got five more to do. And today's questions are very, very good. I mean, I really, you know, I, I'm looking forward to the answer to these. Number 11. Folks, this is all in your consumer resource guide. So make sure to check it out after, after the show, after the show. Number 11, Mike. How will you build your home when you make your move offshore, folks? How would you build? How will you build your home from thousands of miles away? Mm. Good question. You're not there to oversee it. So right. how do you how do you make sure they don't build a chicken coop and sell you the Taj Mahal? How do we do yeah. this? <laughs> I like your analogy there. That's good. There um, go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Carter, there there are a couple of different answers, right? Some of it has to do with you know track record of the builder, builder, developer, both, either one, right? And so if you have a if you have a selected a home with a developer or a builder who's built stuff before, then you can actually go see what it is and 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 have a pretty good sense that they're gonna do the same again or, or similar, whatever it happens to be. Right. And so track right. record is really, really important. And 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 so I would say that would be first and foremost. The the second thing you can do, and and probably a very small percentage of people do it, although I think more people should is to hire a third party engineer, probably architect engineer, somebody who becomes your specific advocate for the property. And you don't need a whole lot. You need someone to look at the plans, right? You want Very someone good. before they start building to look at the plans, go visit the site, make sure everything checks out, right? Then, you know, as it's being built at certain milestones, you know, dig the foundation, tie, you know, pour the tie the rebar and stuff, pour the foundation. You know, the walls are coming up, you know, ceiling I mean, just just as sort of things happen, you know, through the process at maybe about eight to 10 visits, you don't need a lot, but eight to 10 visits at any point where, you know, they, then they can surprise visit anytime they want. Of course, those are the kinds of things that will allow you to have peace of mind that your home is being built according to the plans and the standards that you paid for. And, and that that's what you want. I mean, look, you can you can build an inexpensive house. You can build the Taj Mahal. But, you know, either way, if you're building a chicken coop, you know, you want what you paid for. If you're building the Taj, yeah. you, know, you yeah. want what you, got, what you paid for, right? So it's not so much a matter of how much you're paying. It's ensuring that what you've paid for is what gets delivered. That is excellent. And, you know, oddly enough, just last week, I found out that a good friend of ours, Dan Taylor on Roatan Island, yeah, does what you just said. I had no idea. Oh. I called him okay. about being on Coffee with Carib Carter, which folks is on every Monday at noon at offshore.com. <laughs> what, what a surprise you worked that in, Carter. I'm, <laughs> gee, you've never done that before. <laughs> and, and Dan said, I said, what are you doing now anyway? you know." He, he, and he said he is doing exactly what you said, that okay. he has people who are going to buy a home. They don't know. You, you know, let me say something here. When you buy from Mike Cobb, and I mean this sincerely, you're buying a Mike Cobb community. Go to GrahamPacifica.com. You know, uh, here you go, right there. You can look at the homes. You can see the kind of home you're getting. But especially if you're buying a one-off somewhere, mm -hmm. you need somebody who goes 
who, you know, the Dan's an engineer. He's a meticulous engineer. The Dan yep. is almost a pain in the butt engineer, but goes and looks at it and does what you just said, Mike. That's yep. terrific. It how is. does the developer feel about that? How does the, how does the developer feel when you when you do that? Well, you know, it depends on the developer. We we have I don't know. Right now, we've got like I said, not enough people do it. I don't know, we've got a hundred addresses under construction, and I'm betting five or six people have engineers at this point. So what's that five percent or something? Uh, but you know, look if 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 the relationship is disclosed up front, and it should be right. Hey, Mr. Developer, here's engineer you know, Smith, and he's going to be checking out, you know, my, you know, my house for me, because I can't be there. Well, that's perfect. Right. And we have, we have a great relationship. Uh, and, and, you know, and at the end of the day, what you want is cooperative relationship, you don't want somebody coming in and torpedoing things. And we've right. had a couple of those over the years where people have hired what I call, you know, the, 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 the you know, the torpedoers, and, and basically what they do, which I don't like, is they let you get, you know, the, if something gets wrong, they send a picture, and then the client gets really upset. What we prefer, and what I think any developer prefers, is a working relationship where three people get copied. Hey, we saw this mistake, or we saw something we're not sure about. They copy the client. They copy us, our construction team, not me, but our construction team, and say, hey, what's going on here? Everybody can talk about it. The client's there. They're, yeah. they're in the loop. It's transparent, right? But at the end of the day, the client's sitting up in the US or Canada. They can't do anything about it, and maybe they don't even know what it is, right? But the construction team and that client's engineer can work it out and everybody can be satisfied. So uh, and, and again, those that that's how most of it is. So I think most developers appreciate that at the end of the day. And and, you know, I mean, I guess if, if a developer's not intending to do what they said, then they probably don't like it. Um, but if, you know, if the developer's truly intending to build the home that somebody paid for, you know, that that's great. And, and, and the reality is, is a lot of times that work is subcontracted out. Right. So we depend on a subcontractor to do what we told them to do or what we're paying them. to right. do. And if they right. don't, we're actually happy that the third party engineer caught it. Right. I mean, so it it, it, it really is a good relationship uh, when it's, it's when it's fully transparent. Yeah. But let me ask you this. All right. Grand Pacifica. You know, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Grand Pacifica. To me, it's the number one residential resort community in the Caribbean. All right. Grand Pacifica. There are some homes that are essentially model homes, right? That I can say, I want one like, I don't know if there's a picture on yeah. here. Like, you're like right. this one, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. But let's say I want one, a one-off. Can I say to Leslie Lawrence, you know, Leslie has a show yep. on Offshore Club every Wednesday uh, yep. at Lawrence with Leslie. And she is your one of your top people there at Grand Pacific because she's an incredibly yes. delightful person. Yeah. Can I say to her, hey, Leslie, send me a video of how my how my home's coming. Oh, oh, actually, we, we actually do that right now. We, I don't think they do videos, but they do still pictures. We actually have a program called Builder Trend and every single person who owns a home that's under construction, uh, pictures get posted once a week, physical wow. word Word descriptions get posted once a week. And so people can literally watch their home get built week by week by week with pictures and photos uh, that, that again, that we take. We're the developer and we take them. So, you know, I think yeah. it's still important to have a third party that's not us, you know, checking for you. But but again, but yeah, Carter, thanks for bringing that up. I mean, we actually Good. do that. We, we actually provide Good. that week by week physical documentation via pictures and text to, to all the clients. Yep. 
excellent. Your bottom line on number 11, I love this bottom line. You get what you inspect, not what you expect. That's right. That's a great line. That's a great line. a great line. That's from yeah. the president. That's that's from the president of our company, Eddie Littlefield. That that's his his favorite line. You always get line. what you expect and you, or inspect, right? You always yeah. get what you inspect. Yep. Well, let's let's make sure we get it right. You get yeah. what you inspect and not what you expect. expect. There we go. Yes. And and you've just shown us how you can do it with Grand Pacifica and what people should look for with other developments and it anywhere yeah. else in Nicaragua or throughout Central America. So that's perfect. Correct. Which brings us to number 12. There you go, okay. folks. There's number 12, just the way you're going to see it in your consumer resource guide. And Gary will bring up here how you can get your free copy. This is a book, folks. It's 86 pages, or 110 pages. This is a book. Yeah. This is a book, and it's free. It's free. Send for it. All right, number 12. Number 12. Is the development company financially solid, and do they have a record of success? And, and then there's a sub-question, which I think we also want to address, is financing, avail is, is financing available for property ownership? Two questions. Sure. Two questions. We'll go to the first one first. Is right. the company solid? I mean, that, you know, come on, that's vital. That's vital. It is. And, you know, it's, it's, that's actually a really simple thing to check out. Uh, you can do it one of several ways. Uh, my favorite is just to simply ask a developer for a copy of their financial statement right? It doesn't have to be audited, right? It can be, that's great, but it doesn't have to be audited. But every business that's in business and is being run as a business produces a financial statement, right? I mean, that's just part of running a business, right? And so if the business is truly being run as a business, as opposed to a, well, let's just go build something today, which there is some of that too, right? Uh, you know, then, then you can ask for a copy of the financial statement, you right. may have to sign a non-disclosure. We, we, when people ask us, we ask them to sign a non-disclosure agreement, but then we provide a full set of financials. Uh, we also provide any or all of our business plan, which I think is also a great uh, uh, resource for somebody to do uh, their due diligence, right? Because if you see a business plan, kind of goes to the second part of the question, which is track record. In a business plan, you know, typically people will lay out what they've done before, which is the track record, right? The financials are usually part of a business plan. But also, Carter, something very, very important is where does the company see itself going, right? What do they plan to do next in I this like particular it. community? I like it. Right, because then what you get is you can see what their future is, you can see what your is, and do they align? And if you want to go where the development company is going or where this community is going, then you're aligned. But if if they want to turn it into a, a you know a big Walt Disney water park theme thing, and you want a quiet vacation place, you know you're going to know that, right? And, and so, yeah, right. You want alignment, and the business plan will give you that alignment, as well as showing you a track record. And there and nothing beats you know boots on the ground to go see what they've already done. You know, look at it. Go stay in it. A lot of times, I know we do, if people want to come down and stay at Grand Pacifica, many of our homeowners are vacationers and they use it a few weeks a year and they rent it out when they're not there. So you can actually stay in a product that we've built that might be very similar to one that you want, right? So again, there are lots of ways to check it out, right. check out the track record uh, and whether the company is, is financially solid. Let me ask you this, because it's a question, I mean, for you, it's a very simple question. For folks like me who are buyers, it's a very complex question. 
if you buy, you know, there there are a one-off's a one-off. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about mm -hmm. in a in a gated residential resort community. I don't care whether it's in Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador, wherever. If you buy from a developer who's built this and what you see, you like the home, you've done number number 11, you like the home that you're going to get. But unbeknownst to you, because you didn't do step 12, has to see their financials and all, that developer who has built a community, okay, not just a home for you out in the middle of nowhere, a community he's built it. If he goes broke, what happens to you? What happens to you? I, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 what happens is, is and I see this all the time. I mean, it's, it's all over Latin America and the Caribbean. Uh, it's somewhat true in the U.S. too. I mean, a, a, occasionally a developer does go belly up in the U.S. Uh, a lot of times they've been, you know, there's bonding so that that you know they've they've pledged collateral and the insurance company takes that collateral and then spends the money to finish it. So there's a lot less risk in the U.S. and in Canada, uh, but overseas there really are no bonding agencies that that do this kind of thing. So yeah, the the consumer is left high and dry, and and if you go all the way back to the to the questions one through five, Carter. In the, in the consumer resource guide, what we talk about is buy what you see. Well, yes. there's, a, there's, an, there's an adjunct to that. It's also pay for what's there, pay for what you can see, right? So uh, if a developer comes along and says, hey, you know, buy one of these beautiful, one of these beautiful home sites and we're going to put in the water, we're going to put in the road and we're going to build a <laughs> golf course, right? And maybe right. they're selling it for, you know, maybe they're selling it for 50 grand. You know, if it were me, I'd say, well, look, it doesn't have a road. It doesn't have water or electric and there is no golf course. Uh, I'll pay you 50 grand when all of that's in. Uh, but let me I'm going to write you a check today for fifteen thousand dollars for this lot. And, you know, when the electric's in, I'll give you another 10. And when the golf course is in, I'll give you another like 30 it. or whatever like the it. math on that is. Right. Yeah. And so and, and most developers will balk at it and probably not take the deal. I can assure you that if somebody came to me when we any point where we're developing a project, and we didn't have the water and the roads and the electric in. We hadn't built the clubhouse and the golf course and all that stuff. And, and we were selling a lot for 50 grand. I said, we'll give you 15. And as you do these things, we'll pay the rest. I'd be like, done. Let's go. Right. Excellent. I have no worries. I have Excellent. no worries. Right. And so so I think that's a, pay for what's pay for what's there. Pay for what you can see is the adjunct to buy what, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, buy what you see. Right. So pay yeah. for what you see. Pay for and what you see. Pay for what pay for you, what you see. see. And if you think the lot's worth 50 grand with a golf course and there isn't one, you know, what's it worth without a golf course? Well, pay that, right? Then yeah. agree to pay the rest. We're not trying to rip anybody off, but pay the rest when it's there kind of thing, right? That's fantastic. Yeah. That is just great advice. That is great advice. And that brings us to the second half of question 12. Is financing available mm. for, the own, for property ownership? What's the situation yeah. there? How often does that happen? How can, you know, just across the board, that's a vital question because I get that from a lot of people who phone, yeah. who contact me now. They've watched us for a year or so and they say, you know, I want to buy a place. I, I'm convinced I want to move offshore, but I don't have the whole nut to buy the home right out, right out of the gate. So right. is financing available for property ownership? What's the story there? Sure. And, you know, in full disclosure, I, I helped start a bank in Belize. It started out as a mortgage company back in, in uh, late 93, early 94. Uh, got, we got our banking license in 2003. 
And we give loans to people buying real estate all over Latin America and the Caribbean. So, so full disclosure that 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 is a business that I'm part owner in. Good. And good. Um, yeah, and and it's great because we're one of the few banks that actually lend to North Americans wanting to buy property in the region. There, there are a few others. There are a couple of banks in Panama that will lend in Panama, and there's a few others. But generally, there's there's no lending institutions for for foreigners buying property outside, you know, in outside their home countries. So we we do that. And uh, and again, I can't really discuss interest rates or terms or anything like okay. that. But all right. But, but 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 Carter, if somebody hits that email, you know, offshore club at ecidevelopment.com and just in the in the um, subject line just says, you know, introduction for financing or, you know, financing questions or something. Right, we'll connect folks up. Yeah, we'll connect folks up and 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 you guys can, you know, whoever interested, talk directly to the folks at Key Bank. Yeah. OK, Key, Key Bank. It's Key International Bank in Belize. Right? Correct. Yep. Key International yep. Bank in Belize. There we go. Oh, there's the website. Yeah. There we yep. go. Let me ask you a question, and then I want to move on to a totally different subject, which is important. But this this will this will finish us off in these two vitally important questions, and your answers have been fantastic. Ken, does the does does Key Bank make loans just for ECI properties, or mm. can I get a loan? Can I? Is it worthwhile yeah. to apply for a loan for a property that has nothing to do with Mike Cobb or Joel Nagel or ECI properties, of which I think there are five or six developments? What's the yeah. story there? Yeah, yeah absolutely, Carter. Um, uh, KeyBank lends to me many people. In fact, I would say I know it's it's a small percentage, maybe only 20% of the loans at KeyBank, less than 20%. I don't know the number, but less than 20% of the loans at KeyBank are to ECI clients. Uh, so yeah, 80% of the loans are to people who bought properties from my competitors. So yes, absolutely. Incredible. Yeah. Just in Belize or in other no. countries? In Belize, wow. Nicaragua, Panama, Costa Rica, Honduras. It's fantastic. I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, we've had, by the way, uh, El Salvador, thank you. El Salvador. We've had some loans. We've had some loans in Mexico uh, over the years. I don't think we have any open loans there now. And, and Anyway, yeah, I mean, so, so it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, anywhere, anywhere outside the U.S. and Canada, the the two places we don't work are the U.S. and Canada, but Caribbean, Central America, probably not not Asia, not Europe, right? But the Americas outside of the U.S. and Canada. It's fantastic, and and you know, yeah. we I I interviewed Luigi on oh, Coffee with Carol oh, yeah. Carter, which okay. you can find yeah. and Monday, and Monday. On Mondays at noon at the offshore club. Great interview. So, folks, yeah. if you go back and find that interview, this is a good guy. You know, you get to talk to a bank president. So, so how does Luigi pronounce his last name? It looks like Luigi, but it's not. Wawedje. 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 Yeah, I'm close on <laughs> I that. Never I'm probably it saying right it wrong the too. entire interview, I might add. <laughs> never did. It's just, it was too much for me. Luigi was good. My mother was Italian. Luigi was very simple for me. Yeah. There we go. Right. Yeah, I think I well, he, a million he is relatives Italian. named Luigi. He's Italian yeah. South African. So yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it. Numbers 11 and 12. Excellent. Very important right. questions. Now you have excellent answers. Before we, I know we're running out of time, but before we go, I want to ask you to talk about the upcoming 25th, 26th ah, annual yep. President's Week conference coming up. What is this? November 12th to 16th in Las yep. Vegas. Yep. Folks, 
this is what we'll say the electrifying financial event of the year. It's the financial event of the year, period. And it's never been more important with the way the economy, the financial world is right now. You, you and Joel founded this 26 years ago. Yeah, actually, Joel did. This, this, was, this was really his conference. Uh, he, he started it by putting together, he invited a bunch of uh, folks, presidents of companies and some of his clients, right? Some of his asset protection clients to Belize right. 26 years ago, uh, basically for just a weekend of long weekend of hanging out, chatting about asset protection, offshore investments, kind of very casual. And it just got steam and people wanted to do it again. And, and we invited out other folks, outside folks. And, and now 26 years later, it's quite an event. Well, Ron Paul Incredible uh, was, our, was our keynote speaker last year. You know, and one of the nice things is it's a really small event. You know, we have, you know, 30 attendees kind of number, whatever, you know. And uh, and and so Ron Paul came for an afternoon and evening and breakfast the next morning. And so literally, if you wanted to sit and chat with him for, for five or 10 minutes, like you could. Or you could walk up to the table where he's having dinner. And many people did. And you know, it wasn't just yeah. sort of like that quickie selfie shot. And, and the speakers, I mean, Joel brings in Swiss money managers. There's a there's a gold guy out of Switzerland as well. He brings in uh, uh, other lawyers, other asset protection specialists, and just on and on and on. So it's it's offshore investing, it's asset protection with a global focus, but it's very very high net worth individuals. Uh, the cost of the conference is is high. I mean, it's a three thousand dollar ticket. Uh, it it's includes incredible. all your meals, it's incredible. It includes all your meals and stuff. But but it's three thousand dollars. But I'll tell you what. The caliber of the speakers is tremendous. The caliber of the other attendees. Uh, we find that many people who come as attendees end up with uh, with new friends and new colleagues that they enjoy doing things with, you know, outside of the event as well. So it it's tremendous. Yeah, Carter. It's a, it's a tremendous event. Four days. Yep. Th th let me let me say this. With the with the types of speakers you have, because I remember from last year and I've been, you know, for several years now yep. with the caliber of speakers. To spend an hour or two with any one of these would cost you $3,000. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, four days, all meals together, you you absolutely, I mean, you have to show up. But I'm assuming you show up and go to the meals and sit next to some yeah. of the speakers you want to, I mean, you absolutely get way more than $3,000 of, of FaceTime, just the FaceTime, let alone anything to get, you know, right, exactly. Incredible. Yep. Yeah. So- it is to me. It's the ultimate mastermind group, the ultimate mastermind That's group for a nice four way days, to look at it, which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, folks, be there, Mike. Thank yep. you. You'll be there. Joel will be there. I'll be I there. Will. Excellent. Yeah. Lots of fun. Order. Thank you. Other major speakers. So, folks, there you have it. You, the answer to those two questions is money in the bank for you. Money in the bank, making sure you get the home you want. This conference. It's, I want to add something here. It's exclusive. Mike said 30 people. I think this year they might get it up to 50, but it's first come, first served. So come first. Make sure you, you, you're part of it. Excellent. Excellent conference. Excellent answers to questions. Super show. Folks, everything about it. Making you move offshore, taking advantage, getting to know Mike Cobb. You know, this is a tremendous opportunity. Going to the conferences, I tell you, every week. Let's do this thing.